Carol Ofori. That's right, it is the East Coast Radio Case. It ends number one. Listen, join us on uh, Facebook. We are live on Facebook, East Coast Radio's Facebook page, and see what's happening in studio. It's a Woman Crush Wednesday, and I enjoy Wednesdays because I get to meet incredible women, hear their stories, and profile them to find out more about what makes them tick, what makes them amazing, because every woman that sits in this chair is a trailblazer and is doing amazing things, if not only in her life, but in the community that she may serve. So today, we're excited. We got an in-house queen, Originally born in KZN, Carmen has a wealth of experience in radio and journalism and spans over 15 years. Uh, she recently joined East Coast Radio uh, and joined the boys in the morning on East Coast Breakfast with Darren Sky and Carmen. And she's relocated back to Derbs to live her best life. I have been reading up a bit on Carmen and her broadcast history. Carmen's worked on some really big big broadcasting brands and obviously coming with a background from UP University of Pretoria having um, done her schooling there. Ladies and gentlemen welcome the gorgeous Carmen Reddy. Thank you. It's it's an honour for me to be here because Every single Wednesday I tune in and I love the women that you feature on here because they're always so kick-ass, right? Right. So thank you so much. Well, listen, you are clearly one of the kick-asses. <laughs> you here, babes. You here. And we want to find out more about Carmen. I know you were born here and left when you were a baby. I was. And, and now you're back. Tell us, do you remember anything about growing up? In I do. I remember wow. the beach. I remember North Beach. I remember Amplanga. Mm. Very different to how it is now. I yeah. remember the mall, the pavilion. Right. Um, I don't think there was Gateway back then now. Yeah. But I've now since discovered Gateway. Right. It's now my mall of choice. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I do. I remember a lot about Durban. I remember um, my parents taking me to cricket matches, going to the wheel with my mom, wow. movies, all kinds of things. So I do kind of remember stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. And okay. Durban's evergreen and ever beautiful so obviously i've come here many times during the years right. on holidays and weekends and stuff and yeah it, it feels like home it truly does yeah absolutely now speaking of being born here um and being from kzn what um would you say is the one thing that stands out for you about being a girl from from this beautiful province i think the energy of kzn is so different yeah. something is so real and authentic about being from here and the people that are here. Everybody in Durban and KZN has been so warm and friendly and kind. Yeah. And there's just a different vibe and energy of people that are from here or that are born from here. And it's yeah. not just being chilled because you're at the coast. It's a different energy. Everybody's so just nice and calm and friendly. And in yeah. other provinces, it's about money or getting to work or in traffic or whatever. And I think just the energy and the vibe of women from Durban and just people in Durban are just, it's different. So where in Durban were you born and where was the area that you so grew up So I don't know. Um, <laughs> I should have asked my mom this before we got here. But I think I was born at... Parkle- some, a hospital with the name of P. Okay, that's that narrows it down. Yes, completely. I will ask my mother though, <laughs> because people often ask me this. But I know yeah. I've got family in Westville, which yeah. is, I guess, where that's where I went to primary school or okay. like preschool vibe. So okay. I guess that would have been the area. But oh, yeah, so oh wow, okay, yeah. that's so interesting because you know when you talk to someone about where they're from, like I was born in Mavike. So oh, I was nice. born at the Victoria Hospital. And I, you know, I grew up in a little town there and I lived my best life in my Viking Unit 2 in Mabatu. And when you when you narrow it down like that, people always feel like, oh, wait, I think I was in the same class as Carmen. Oh, wait, I think I was Carmen's auntie's cousin's next door neighbor, mm, you know. Yeah. So that's why I asked that question to try and bring some relation to um, your, your history of this beautiful province. Then you head off over to Joburg and uh, you go to University of Pretoria. Tell us about that and finding yourself in, 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 in the broadcasting space so it was yeah i guess 
University of Pretoria led me to University, well, Tux FM, which was a radio station right. at the university at the time. And I studied journalism. Yeah. And my mom had actually said to me, she's like, you're not going to just study a BA and then sit at home with it or B. There's this idea that if you study, you know, certain degrees, you, you'll be unemployed right. and you won't get to work. And she said it's a very tough industry, the media industry, to be in. Mm. And she had the foresight to say, you've got to join either a campus radio station or a newspaper or something, but you've got to build already from now. And she was actually really great in, in helping me find that out. And she had seen other radio people like Anele and Gareth Clifford, really famous names that had come from the same environment. Yeah. And she was great in guiding me and being like, no, you've got to actually make this work for you. And that's how I landed up in broadcasting. And radio and TV wasn't really my plan, for mm. instance. And it kind of just, I studied the journalism, then got a job at Tux FM. And once I'd done one radio show and been on air at least twice, I'd be like, there's nothing else I want to do. do right. This is broadcasting. This is it. This is what I want to do. And I had a real keen interest in television. I love that. I love the camera lights action. <laughs> I love the, I love it. I love the camera. Right. And I really also wanted to work in TV. And I was like, this is the way. This is my path and it's how I'm going to do it. I love it. So you, you, as you speak, you started at Tux FM. I personally you know the name Carmen Reddy from 5FM, oh, right? Yes. Um, from doing shows there and you're obviously doing the news and being in the news space. And then I've seen you on the TV reading the news as well. How has it been for you, this transition now to go back into um, being, you know, the personality and not necessarily reading all the news all the time? Because I come from the same background and I'm curious to hear how, you, how you're finding it. It's a, it's a change. It's different. And it also comes with a lot more responsibility, I think. Mm. Um, it comes with you've got to really be aware of the message you're putting out there because we have a voice. But our voice is not just to be here and have fun for ourselves. Right. We're here for a reason and we're a, a voice for other people to relate to us. And we actually want to be friends with the listeners and mm. the people that listen to us and enjoy us. And people, I think that I've really dealing with and figuring out my balance with that responsibility of being a responsible voice, but also understanding that I'm extremely privileged yeah. to be here yeah. and that I need to use my voice in a way that I know there's going to affect people positively right. so it's the, it's that it's it's very difficult when it comes to that so it's something that i'm also dealing with also social media yeah. on the side is also something else that's new yeah in terms of when you go from news to being a presenter yes it's a whole new ball game yeah and people can be a lot uh, not not as nice yeah. as they would be when you're in a different role so it's also something that i'm learning to deal with yeah and also you've come back to to durban you're living on your own i know you your partners in joburg yes. and you are trying to navigate this new city um, in, in so many spaces. I want to, to think about that and how it's been for you adjusting as a woman coming for an opportunity, having to find your feet all over again, create your network, create your safe space all over again. I'd love to chat about that. And also a big one that we do here is with the ladies is inspiration. So please do think as we go to a commercial break um, of, of what makes you tick and what advice do you have for women who are just finding it very challenging in whatever spaces. I mean, you've pivoted from the news world back into the on-air perspective how you've just been able to navigate that as difficult as it may be and then lastly we're going to touch on something that happened 2015 i don't often get to speak to a person who survived a shooting <laughs> yeah. right uh, and you uh, in your home were, sh mm. were shot in your home and you had surgeries and the recovery i think it's a beautiful story you can share with us about that as well so all of that's coming up come and ready if you have any questions 0617929495 carolo fori weekdays 9am till 12
yourself. East Coast Radio. Come join us on Facebook Live. We are having a ball. We're hanging out and getting to know more about Carmen Reddy, who's joined the team. It's been like just under two months now, and uh, we're loving it. She's in the morning between six and nine. Darren, Sky, and of course, Miss Carmen, and she's with us in studio. We've been finding out more about her, what keeps her going, what makes her tick. Um, we left it off on relocating. <laughs> like, you've got a partner, um, and now you get this... Really cool job, and it's about relocating. Um, how was it like having to leave the life you've now built um, in Johannesburg and coming to, to Durban for a new one, a well, new exciting one? It was a tough decision because it's exactly what you described. It's leaving the life that you've built, right? Mm. And it's been, it hasn't been easy because he's there and I'm here. So mm. it's really long distance, but also I'm alone for the first time. Right. It's the first time that I've lived alone, been alone, done anything on my own. I've always been either with parents or my partner before that. So right. it's it's really a difficult one. So it's been hard, but it's also been because I've come here knowing that I'm here for a purpose and I'm here for this job that I love to do and I'm here on my own terms and I'm happy where I am. Yeah. It's made it a whole lot better. And actually my partner said to me the other day, it's fine that you're away, but he was saying that it's so nice to see me happy. Yeah. And it's so nice to see a company that appreciates and treats me well. And the feeling is mutual. Right. And that's the thing for him. And it made me feel better about where I am because he's actually happy for me, being right. happy and fulfilled in my career. So that's a beautiful part. But I won't lie. It is sad <laughs> being away <laughs> from your partner, not being able to cuddle at night, not yeah. to have dinner, not to be able to do a couple of things. But it's something that we're navigating because it's new. So it's right now it's him coming to visit me. Luckily, Durban is beautiful. Yes. So it's easy to ask someone to come visit you in Durban. So we've been doing that for now, but it, it, it hasn't been easy. But it really is something that I've psychologically prepped myself for. And it's also something that I know and I'm aware of. So I'm trying to navigate and not be emotional and sad about it and stuck in a in a negative space as a result of it. So yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I mean, even for me, when I relocated to Durban, um, the one thing that I loved about the, the separation, inverted commas, because my husband's also based mm. uh, half the month in, in Johannesburg and half the month in Durban, um, is... Is I've gotten to know more about me. Right. Like I take myself out for dates. <laughs> okay. I go to movies. I go to um, dinner dates. Have you found that this has allowed you more time to enjoy Carmen? Yes. And I've actually mentioning the movies the other day. I was like, I should go to the movies by myself. Right. Why not? Yes. Like, absolutely. But it, it has. I've also discovered what I like and don't like. Because yeah. when you live with a partner or you live with your kids and your family, you kind of like change things or you, you mold yourself to yeah. a, kind of like no I wouldn't say that's a, the, a bad word not like deal with them but you kind of like you your life becomes enmeshed and entangled with the, the people that you live with yeah. and when you're on your own you don't have that so you've got to discover yeah. what do I like what do I want to do what do I actually want to watch by yeah. myself on yeah. my own what yeah. am I watching that I like so there's a lot that I've discovered about myself I'm also discovering like what I like to eat at mm. night alone because now I'm not cooking for me and a partner that might not eat something I'm doing my own thing so yes <laughs> it's it's very it's very interesting I really yeah. am discovering myself I love 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 that now, the next thing I want to chat about is back in 2015, you had the yes. most, your awful thing. You don't often get to meet somebody who um, has been shot uh, in a home invasion and, and survives to tell the story. Um, I, I say so because my mom and I were just talking about a friend of ours who was on his patio in Joburg, enjoying his wife's delicious desserts and asked his wife to please give him more dessert. And by the time the wife went into the house and walked back out, no. there were men there with guns and they shot him and he did not survive that. And wow. it's changed this woman's life who's a family friend and you've 
had a home invasion where people have come into your home mm. and shot you. Um, do you mind walking us through that day and like no, not how you're doing now? I think obviously it's been many years later, even at the time, obviously it's very traumatic, mm. but it's something that I've kind of dealt with because it's been so long and I've been to therapy over it. Um, trauma counseling is so important and people skip that part. It really is important to talk about what's happened to you and acknowledge your feelings and how you're feeling about it. It also... Look, it happened with family and friends there. Mm -hmm. And obviously there was a home invasion. And within the scuffle that they were trying to physically um, get us together. And the gun almost went off, um, essentially. And I'd gotten shot in the arm and realized that there was blood everywhere. But at the same time that I'd gotten shot, which is so funny, the people, the assailants, had decided to... that. This had happened. So it wasn't a planned thing. It almost happened by accident within the scuffle. And then the guy was like, oh, and then used, I won't use the word on radio, but he was like, oh, that word, and then carried, and then they ran off. So it wasn't a planned thing. It just, it happened. But what had happened after that consequentially in my life Mm -hmm. changed everything. So it was a house that my mom and I just built and moved into. And we'd had to move out of that house because it was just for her as well, just too traumatic to be there anymore. And it changed the trajectory of our lives and my life. So it changed so many things. And it's even now I'll sit back and go, oh, yeah, that happened because I couldn't do that because we had to move out the house because I got shot. It's, it really did affect many aspects of my life and many people around me. Yeah. And also changed how hyper-vigilant you, you can become. I mm. try and not let like, be paranoid all the time and be like, is that guy following me? Is right. this going to happen? Lock the doors. Because right. you can't live like that. Right. I mean, as much as we have to in South Africa and we all do it, like you can't become paranoid. You can't let it take over your life and give them power. Yeah. So it was a really difficult situation that happened. Changed my life forever in so many ways. Had to go in for surgery, take out the operation. They even needed security at the hospital, which is ridiculous. Oh my but it's, gosh. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so many things that happen as a result and it really did affect my life and that of my family so dramatically. But it's also something... That's made me stronger and that I can deal with now and that I can tell the story and perhaps give somebody else hope that's also gone through something quite traumatic. Sure. Um, whether it be being shot or, or some kind of criminal, you know, invasion or whatever that had happened to them. It's you almost feel like your life can never be the same. And you yeah. almost wonder, like, why me? Why did that happen to me? Yeah. Why did I? But you know what? You won't. It won't happen to you if you can't get through it. And I really want people to understand that you can get through it and you can get past anything. And counseling is so important. Acknowledging your feelings, understanding what has happened to you and just living in that moment and breathing it in and being like, it's okay. And you can move on and you can live and you can be fabulous and do amazing things afterwards. Right, look at you. And I'm glad you've walked into that door because that's where I'm taking it now is your words of inspiration. There are a lot of women who have gone through traumatic um, situations and just not able to look at the world that the way mm. you have yes it's been years but you know i think trauma is trauma and certain triggers um excuse the pun um are the ones that awaken those feelings mm. of that day what advice do you have for women who just are battling to go past the trauma i think it's so hard for people to be positive and i'm quite a positive person but that's just me right mm. and it's very difficult when you're in a situation any kind of negative situation to think positively about it or to see the positive in something but truly that's the only way we've got to be positive about the way we see a situation even in the darkest time when you think nothing is great like for instance you just mentioned somebody's partner passing away i mean that is tragic there's nothing positive that you can there's no positive element you can spin on that but you've got to move forward and you've got to live afterwards Mm. so you've got to look for the positive in things 
after that. Otherwise, you're going to be depressed and negative all the time. I really think I try and look at the positive of every situation. But also for yourself, I think we must have, we don't believe in ourselves as women. And we don't have the confidence that we should and we could and we we need to have. And you've got to believe in yourself. Mm. You're here for a reason. We're on this earth to live and to do amazing things and to be happy. And you've got to remind yourself of that all the time. And also compete with yourself. Mm. You know, there's this idea that you compare yourself to other people. You should be happier. You should be richer. You should be thinner. You should, why don't you look like that? That girl gyms every day. We do these things. We do these comparisons on a daily basis. But it doesn't matter. We're here for ourselves. And I think just try and be as positive as you can in every situation. And if you can't, there's always a tomorrow to look forward to. There's always something after. There's always, you've got to live your life afterwards. Yes, tragic things happen to you, but you can't dwell in that because your life is, you're going to give that tragic incident all the power in the world. Mm. And the power lies with you. We have all the power. All our power belongs to us. So yeah, I think that's really important to remember. All our power belongs to us. Couldn't have said it better. Come and ready. Thank you so much for being our woman crush today. I think you've inspired so many people and so many people who didn't know your story of life, you know, how you started in broadcasting, how you moved uh, into um, news and then into the radio space and being a presenter and moving to Durban. We've learned so much and we thank you so much and we wish you all the best on this chapter of East Coast Radio and on this chapter of life in KZN. Thank you so much, Carol. I really am honoured to be here and I love you. I'm a big fan before oh. I met you or worked with you. So thank you so much. It really is an honor. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That's common, everybody. To listen to these moments and anything else you might have missed, go to ecr.co.za and click on podcasts.